I was trying to think of some cold open material. Actually, when I was making dinner before we recorded this. So this is this is how you judge somebody, and you probably you'll probably judge me based off of my answer. When it comes to peanut butter, creamy. Don't shoot me then. I'm You're a crunchy guy. I'm Jif extra crunchy. <laughs> As he proceeds to take his headphones off and walk away from the walk away from the computer, <laughs> he can't I even can't speak do to this me. podcast with you. <laughs> extra crunchy. It's what my dad ate growing up. Just eat peanuts, bro. Just put peanuts on bread. It would probably be cheaper. But you know what else is really good? What? Almond butter. So I've had almond butter like made with things. I've never had flat out almond butter though, like on like a sandwich. Like a, like a, like you're saying like an almond butter and jelly sandwich? No, I'm saying like almond butter with apples. Ooh. Banger. Almond butter with like rich crackers. I bet you that's so good. really good. It's a little healthy because, you know, you're training to run cross country. Yeah, it's actually going really well. Guess how much I ran yesterday? Three miles. Four. In how many minutes? I think it was around 36, 37. That's, that's close. <laughs> that's really close. <laughs> Texas starting to sweat on the other side of the mic. We'll see. I think if I can be able to run it in that same amount of time, I shouldn't have to jump into Hartwell. So you're saying if I complete it, you should also. And then I also compete. Or even. Yeah. Okay. Cool with me. Done. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Orange Overalls podcast. If you are listening to this and you think you missed the first episode of the week, you are not incorrect in thinking that we did not have a non-sports football or a non-football episode this week. Uh, some scheduling issues came up between us and we just couldn't get one out. So we figured we'd try to just breeze over real quick. We'll, we'll have a double dosage next week, um, but we're going to do our football one because everyone loves to hear about football. Um, my name is Weston. I am joined by the ever so eloquent Mr. Nicholas Villarreal. How's your week been, man? It's been busy. Like we said, we couldn't get the first episode. Just kind of, just where like, you know, real life gets in the way. You've been yeah. busy at your office. I got the member member this weekend at Oakland Country Club. So we've been grinding away at that tournament, getting everything ready. So it's just, you know, it's been nuts, but we we were able to meet Wednesday late night, so we're going to get our college football episode in. Um, yeah. it's so my, gra- my, my granddad asked me where you were at because he listens to the podcast. Shout out, Pop, if you listen to this one. I don't know. He, yeah, yeah, what up, granddad? Just call, just call him Pop or, or John. I, call, I refer to him I, as John. I call, my, I call my dad Pop, so like uh, I, I don't it. know if I could say Pop. Just call him John King. That's, what up, John King? That's his actual name, and I refer to him as John King all the time. Um, no, is is Oakmont Arnie's course? Or Arnie's old home course? No. So that's just north of me. Okay. Um, 
Arnie obviously has made a lot of memories here. Yes. And he's like one of the big guys here. But Arnie's home course is about like 45 minutes north of me. And what's that one called? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, he asked me, and I was like, I don't think it is, but I, I don't know definitively enough to say yes or no. No. Okay, cool. Well, if you're listening to this pop, there's your answer. Um, I might call you and tell you, or I might just tell you to listen to the Latrobe. podcast. Latrobe okay. Country Club. Gotcha. Okay. So, enough about golf. Enough about the great Arnold Palmer. Time to talk about some football. The Tigers is where we always I don't want start. to. I don't want to talk about football. Well, then, what, then what's the point of having this podcast? I don't want to talk about Clemson football. We got to. It's just we this got is to gonna be our most honest. This could be our most honest episode I think we've ever had. Yeah. We I, just have to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the top bullet point is pretty, pretty accurate. What's going on in our heads is what's happening. <laughs> what is I happening? want I, I want to know your take on what the issue is, and then I'll give you mine, and then we can go from there. I think we don't have much motivation right now. Okay. I think we got beat by Georgia. They outdid us on the line. We didn't look great, and we kind of lost motivation. And we're kind of like, eh. Let's just kind of – South Carolina State's whatever. That, yeah. doesn't, that game does – that was Georgia Tech. We should have beat them by 1,000. We were we were favored by twenty eight points, I think. And we just sat there and we're like, eh, "It's Georgia Tech. We're gonna win out through the ACC." And we just laid off the gas. Didn't really care. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see what practice looked like the week before. I feel like it was just kind of going through the motions. If that I'd would now be interested, to what, well, I want to know what practice looks like this week. I think they're going to murder these kids. I think the coaches are just gonna make them um, work their tails off, and so. I'm hoping this was the punch in the face, the Clemson offense. I mean, it came down to a fourth down on the goal. It came down to a fourth down on the goal line against Georgia Tech, who's in the middle of an offensive overhaul. They're trying to change what their program's done for the last couple decades. Like, I'm hoping this was the punch in the face we needed. Mm -hmm. But if not, it's just a plain punch in the face. Yeah. Um, I might have said this before as, like, clickbait. Um, like I, I was reading the clickbait on ESPN, especially after the Georgia game, and I and I and now seeing it in action a little bit more, I totally agree with it. I think with the Sean Watson, with Trevor Lawrence, with Travis Etienne, with T Higgins, with a, a pretty veteran offensive line, I think we've been able to rely on superstars to make things happen. Yes, I agree, and which has maybe caused Tony Elliott and company not saying Tony Elliott's necessarily a bad play caller because he would he if he were a bad play caller he would have lost a job already because you you if you have a bad play caller you can see that regardless of what kind of talent's on the field I think he has to become more creative with his play calling now because he can't just it's very very been very known that Clemson tries to keep it pretty vanilla during the regular season, because we know we want, we're going to want to pull some stuff out of our out of our playbook that teams haven't seen on film, like when we get to the big games. So I think now Tony Elliott's probably realizing that hey, we can't be vanilla anymore. We have to scheme guys open. We have to we have to play our best ball because 
we don't have those super guy, superstar guys that can make things happen. I'm not saying DJ can't turn into that at some point. But he's not there yet. Right. DJ has no touch on the ball. I haven't seen us throw a, a, a good deep ball in the last three games, even attempt a good deep ball. And I haven't seen like a low seven-yard drop. So like, but when I say drop, I mean like, you know, just a little right over the linebacker. A like, a, like a little seam route to a tight end. None of that. Just a tiny little fade, just a little tiny, you know, put in the basket. Touch. He's shooting the target every time. Yeah. He it's has a rifle. Yes, I get it. Like, I love DJ, obviously. Kind of. Maybe. I'm not sure. He has an amazing arm. Maybe the strongest arm in college football. But you don't have to show that off every single play. And also, I would like to see Tony Elliott call some more QB design runs. I mean, he's, yes. sh- he's shown he has wheels. Uh, there was one in the Georgia Tech game that I was like, yeah, come on now. Tuck it and go, big fella. I think one of his biggest issues is is he's trying to be Deshaun Watson, and he's not. He holds on to the yeah. ball for a long time trying to make things happen. And I didn't even trust Trevor Lawrence to hang on to the ball as long as Deshaun did. Deshaun just had I, that, that sixth sense that he could just – he could hold on to the ball as long as he wanted to and make something happen. Well, and what I think is a little different and which – we need to come to senses with is we we're coming off of Trevor. Yes. Third year Trevor. Right. I'm keep saying that. And I think to myself, freshman year Trevor. Yes. He went undefeated won the national championship, but he didn't, he wasn't outstanding. He wasn't no. making every pass. He was making bad decisions. He threw a lot of picks, a ton of picks. Oh my gosh. Actually. It wasn't like the last, last four or five games of the season that he really turned it on. He would just sit there and he would sit back and keep his eye on one guy. So, like, DJ has time to improve, and that's what we got to remember. Totally. He, he, totally. he had 126 yards, which was honestly 80 yards less than Yates had for Georgia Tech, which is unfortunate. Kind of crazy when you think about how our passing attack usually is. He had 158 total rushing yards, um, but – I think our our offense just needs to come into come into their shoes, kind of just relax. You know, long season. Yes, I want to panic because we barely beat Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. but a win's a win. We always have one like this, whether it be Syracuse, Boston College, in the last couple of years, just to name some. Yep. No. Totally. We've agree. lost games and come back. Yeah. So let's – I'm trusting the process right now. Yeah, no, trusting I'm not, I'm not hitting the panic button at all. I mean, we're, we're – But kind of. We're two and one. Like, you can't – We're concerned. We're, we're concerned, not panicked. Yes. Correct. I agree so, with that. We'll see. But on a bright note, let's, let's get the energy going a little bit. Let's get a little more excitement going out. We've been upset with the offense. All defense is a national championship winning defense. Yeah. They, uh, they had <laughs> – the goal line stands they had were insane. Still haven't given up a touchdown. I mean, we don't have anything to say about them other than they're just flat out the best in college football. No offense. We're a national championship winning defense and a an ACC offense. Six and a six and six offense. Yeah. That's just what we are. Yeah, that's what it is right now. Our All offense right, so, definitely has – I think our offense is at its floor right now, definitely. I don't think it can get any worse for the offense. Yeah, so let's 
Let's see what we can do. I'm I'm expecting we'll get to the NC State game in a second, but I'm expecting a big bounce back. Yeah, I agree. So now now I'll ask you. Well, no, let's address the elephant in the room to start. I forgot to put it on the show notes, but we all know what the elephant is. Lin Jay. There's no room for him. Lin Jay's gone. He I... he and he entered the portal. Um, Dabo announced that at his press conference, said we all wish him the best. I think he was getting outplayed by Kobe. He was getting outplayed by Will Shipley. And he's like, if I want to do something, I need to be a star somewhere. And that's not going to happen here. Yeah. And I mean, I hate to see him go. Um, I definitely don't think it's like the Kelly Bryant thing. I think it's a little different than how Kelly Bryant seemed to leave. And it put a sort uh, a bad taste in everybody's mouth. I think it's more like the Chase Bryce. Like if we're talking about the quarterback scenario. Yeah, or I just – I mean, this is how I feel like it kind of played out for Lin Jay. It's like he knew he was his, his, the starting job was not guaranteed for him coming into camp. I mean, he's probably known that since the spring, if we're being honest, because Shipley's been here that long. Kobe Pace has been here that long. Um, and he saw, it all, probably he saw it all building through summer camp. He could have entered the portal. He saw it going through fall camp, could have entered the portal. And – I think he was like, I'm going to give it a couple games and see if I can if I can really show that I can reclaim my spot. And he realizes he can't. And he's like, okay, I gave it my I, – I tried. I wanted to be here, but I need – in order to develop my possible future with football, I need to go somewhere else. Yeah, I think since you and I have been here, you mentioned the Kelly Bryant. I mentioned the Chase Bryce. Those are two transfers. And then there's another one that I think of that were significant transfers, and that was DK. DK yes. obviously. Well, was DK a bad didn't transfer. State. Yeah, DK didn't transfer. Yeah, he was different. He was he was he was booted from the team. He was a bad taste in your mouth. Go do whatever you want over there. Right. Lin Jay is going to be very similar to Chase, which we all we wish him the best. No matter right. where he ends up, we're going to wish Lin Jay the best. We want him to do well. Yeah. Um, I think everyone in Clemson can agree we're on the Lin Jay train. Yeah, it, it, it was like that was like the thing with Chase. Like obviously, we love Trevor. We wanted to see Chase succeed, and it was, it's been fun watching Lin Jay relieve Travis snaps here and there in the last two seasons. But yeah, no, Lin Jay, I think, I think it's best for Lin Jay to leave Clemson because he's just, he's not getting any snaps. Well, and we'll just mention it. One of the, one of the very few, but one of the main positives from on the offensive side from the Georgia tech game is why Lin Jay left. Will, Will Shipley. Shipley is a dog, bro. He's like, he looks like running. He looks like college Saquon Barkley. He is he, a Dog, it just takes like it takes like four to five people to tackle it, and he's tiny. It's ridiculous. It takes four to five people to tackle the like five foot eleven kid. It's so crazy. So I mean, him and then Kobe Pace is just is super explosive. I mean, yeah, I, it makes sense why Lin Jay understood he to transfer. But uh, also, news that also came with Lin Jay is Tyler Davis is out for like eight weeks. That's unfortunate. We saw him go down. Yeah. We're all concerned. So, I, I not necessarily eight weeks. I think that's the, the longest he could be gone. I think they said four to eight weeks, which is such seems like such a broad timeline. Um, it's like either we'll get him back for Florida State or we'll get him back just in time for South Carolina. Like, I don't know. But, you know, and I'm okay with him staying out till South Carolina. We've talked about how good that – how deep our defensive, defensive line is, have. you know, the one thing I would hate to see is them try to rush him back. We don't Agreed. need to, 
get the guy. Yes, obviously we want him on the field, but if he's like, you know, 75% four weeks, five weeks from now, but we know he's going to be a hundred percent in seven weeks from now, wait to seven weeks. Yeah. I would rather have him on during the ACC championship game and fingers crossed the playoffs than then rush him back soon and get him hurt. Then again. rush him back and get him hurt against Wake Forest. Right. So even though like Wake I Forest said, might be nothing to sneeze at this year, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of fingers crossed playoffs, I'll just ask you the question: If we go undefeated the rest of the way, do you think we have a legitimate shot of getting it? I give us like twenty five percent chance. Twenty five. Okay, I'm going fifty. I, I think at this rate, if we go undefeated from here on out and win the ACC and so does Ohio State, Ohio State's in over us in a heartbeat. Not even a question. Because that's because Ohio State's going to have to beat Iowa. Ohio State's going to beat Penn State. Ohio State's going to beat Michigan. I, I think the I'm not concerned about the Big Ten. Because you think that um, Big Ten's going to keep beating up on themselves? I think they're just going to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. Well, I just like I don't like our chances the, because we because obviously like we've always been concerned about ACC competition and how that builds our resume. And we've hundred no, percent. And we've just showed last week just about the bare minimum it takes to beat an ACC team. So yeah, I, th- I think I think the, our our wins are going to hold so much less weight than they have in the past, especially because of how bad the ACC is this year. Yeah, I think the Big Ten honestly is making a statement to be the number two best conference, maybe number one. Notre Dame, Wisconsin, as we can all, obviously. Notre I said Dame's, that last week that you might be able to make did. an argument for Big Ten. You did. Notre Dame, Wisconsin this week. Obviously, Notre Dame's not a Big Ten team, but that's an insane game. Michigan, Wisconsin the week after. They took down Auburn these. last week. We'll get to that. Penn State, Iowa the week after. Oh, that would be so fun. Oh, the next fun week, all of a sudden, it's like some of these games are insane. Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio Michigan State. Michigan State looks raw. Michigan State looks Listen good. Listen to this week. Holy crap. For and then we'll talk about sorry, sorry to get into Big Ten football, but the day we play Florida State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, and Iowa, Wisconsin. That is a fun Big Ten football weekend. That is an insane weekend. Wow. So let's wrap up Clemson talk, and then we can start moving into the rest, into the rest of the country. God, um, I love the Big Ten. <laughs> So next up, we have NC State in Raleigh. We are we opened up as ten point favorites. They bumped it to nine. It's back up to ten. What are your thoughts? I think you know we're not gambling podcast, but I think we're gonna cover. I think, like I said, this was the punch in the face we needed. Well, we talk about covers whether we last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they are getting murdered this week in practice. I think they are working their tails off in this offense. I hope it's DJ, but I don't know who it is. There's going to be one guy, I think, on that offense. I hope it's DJ, but you know who I think it is? I think it's Justin Ross. I hope they had a meeting or something, and a vet like Justin, who has won a national championship, been here, done it, is sitting there looking at these guys like, boys, we got to get it together. Yeah. We got to go harder at practice. We got to prep more. We got to get the chemistry, do whatever we need. Give that speech. I don't care what the speech is. Do something. And I think this is going to be the week that we're going to be like, 
you know what? Let's go show that we are still Clemson. Yeah. We are still that team. We are still – we're Clemson, man. We mm-hmm. are still Clemson. Go out there and beat the tar of the Wolfpack. It's got to be rowdy. The Wolfpack thinks they have a shot this year. Right, and this is where this is where I fall on it. I've made it made it no small fact that I am a lifelong Clemson fan on this podcast, and I am very familiar. We talked about this in the preseason in the preseason show. I remember this. I'm very familiar with Clemson in a great position heading to Raleigh, and we either we either come really close to losing or we flat out lose. I remember one season we were seven and zero, top ten ranked team going to play NC State, and they were like barely five hundred. And they whooped us, sent us back to Clemson with their tails tucked between our legs. We it was so bad. So naturally, those feelings kind of come up right now, especially in the state that we've looked, especially just being the 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 spread not being as big as it's been in the past, especially against NC State, especially being on the road in Raleigh. I think this game's going one of two ways. I think. One option is it's just like you said, the boys rally. They realize that like, Hey, we've, we've been Latin, we've been slacking. We got to kick it into another gear and we torch them and beat them by third. Yeah. Or I think it's coming down to another NC state's got a chance to win it as the clock runs out. Like I think we torch them by 30. Yeah. It's it's one of those two. I don't think it's like a, Oh, we win by 10, 15 points. It's a, it's a good, we beat them, but we don't like smoke them. Like we're either smoking them or it's coming down to the wire. Yeah. And they're going to be, and, and you can't you can't underestimate college football. But NC State's going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. They're going to be playing with some passion. It's a, I believe it's a night game, or is it a three thirty game? It's a three thirty game. Okay, so not if it were a night game, I'd be like, okay, I don't really don't like it. Um, an, another national televised three thirty CBS or not CBS uh, ESPN. Oh, ESPN. We're not on ABC. ESPN. Just regular ESPN. Cool. Yeah. No, and, I think it goes one of two ways. I think we win. But I think it's either going to be a nail-biter or we're going to blow them out. I think we're going to blow them out. I think it's going to be – I feel good. I, you know, I'm. this is going to be the one where I'm either going to be 100% down or 100% back in. It's going to be decided this week. Either, you know, I say, yeah, that was a hiccup. We're back. Let's go. Let's get this train rolling. Or this becomes – or this go. starts to look like it's a season-long thing. Yeah, or it starts to look like, holy crap. What yeah. what are we? Who are right. we? Um, so, but I have, yeah, said, I have talk- said this though. I will say this: though. we can move on to ACC football after this. The idea of us Dude, not we can making- talk for as much as we want. Yeah, we can, talk- is- we can make this a three-hour podcast. Um, I've said this about more than likely not making the playoff this year. It would be nice to make a New Year's Six bowl and end the season on a win for once. It's like when we make the pl- no, we- shut up, Weston. I mean, just, no, just, just hear me no. out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me. No, 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 no. Because what I do think you want to just go to like the Rose Bowl. I mean, the Rose Bowl would be awesome. That would be sick. But <laughs> no, we're going to the Cotton Bowl. No, the Cotton Bowl is a playoff game. Yes, we're going to the Cotton Bowl. Well, that's what I'm saying. Years. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes, like, there's been a few seasons that I'm like. Or just a couple of times, I'm like, why do we? Why does if we don't win the whole thing? Why does our season end on a loss? Like this sucks. Like I wish. Like sometimes I wish we had a big bowl game, like a New Year's Six bowl, and we could win. And then we're like, okay, cool, building momentum for the next season. No, different I want playoffs. I, yeah. I, I would. You I mean, like the you like Sedley. Oh Lord, don't change the narrative like that, boy. 
you just said, what if we just like, you know, went to a New Year's Six Bowl? That's said like. I'm saying that right now because based off our offense, the way our offense is playing, I don't think we win a national championship. I'm a Clemson fan through and through. We're winning the national championship. Okay, big fellow. All right, ACC football. Do we even need to talk about this? They suck. The whole conference sucks. Yeah. (laughs) ACC is the worst conference in the world. Um, We don't have very many highlights. Um, They're all literally all lowlights. Actually, every single one of them is a loss except for an ACC team played another ACC team. <laughs> Somebody had to win. Um, so Virginia Tech lost know if in that's Morgantown. Number 15, Virginia Tech goes down in Morgantown. On a line, they almost won it at the end, though. I will say that. Dang, oh. you didn't give me credit on the rhyme. No. I specifically wrote goes, goes down, down in, in, in Morgantown. Morgantown. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Right over my head. I'm a I'm a poet, and I didn't even know I was. Okay, you butchered that on purpose. <laughs> That's a knee slapper. <laughs> so, uh, so rhyme, I want rhyme, rhymes. Rhymes are funny. Rhymes are funny. Yeah, you know what else rhymes is? What? Jamrock's word of the day. Jamrock's word of the day is rhymes. Rhymes <laughs> is your word of the day, Nick Jamrock. Um. So yeah, Virginia yeah. Tech almost won it. Won it right there at the end. They had one snap to win it. And yeah, that was a great game. Awesome game. That was an awesome game. We expected it. Um, we said it was weird that Virginia you call, Tech. I think was, you called the upset. Kind of. I said West Virginia was going to win. Oh, uh, you because but according because to West Vegas, Virginia were favorites. Yes, which is weird. Yeah, they because it was the home. They were they didn't want to make them home dogs. I didn't think they think thought that poorly of them. Yeah, so that was a great game. But, yeah, the ACC sucks. Um, Michigan State curb-stomped Miami. Number 24 at the time, Miami. They took them to the back shed and just – In Miami. In Miami. Miami's awful. Like, awful. Yes. Um, Um, Derek King looked terrible in that game. Is he still hurt? Like he got hurt in the bowl game last year, tore his ACL. I, he doesn't look. He doesn't look like he looked last year. He could still be hurt, and they like. If I, I would be Miami, surprised if they lose another one. They just they sit him. If I was Miami, I'd just sit him and be like, "Yep, still recovering from last year's injury. This is why we're bad." And just be like, you know. I mean, I, yeah, they lost. Uh, Ari, I don't know what the final score was. You don't have it written down, but it was not close. Um, I will say this. I did watch the game. Yes, Miami looks bad. Miami's but, awful, dude. But, but we did look, We did just talk about it. The Big Ten's good. The Big Ten is legit. It was 38-17, first of all. Yeah, okay. 11, okay. Oh, that's 21 points. I almost at 11. I can't math. Um, the Big Ten is insane. No, like if we're going to mention that, the Big Ten current uh, in the current top 25 rankings, not ours, the APs, Iowa at five, Penn State at six, Ohio State at 10, Wisconsin at 18, Michigan at 19 should be higher, Michigan State at 20. <laughs> what do you uh, think? What you said about Michigan <laughs> should be higher. <laughs> oh, man. They look great against Northern Iowa, bro. Yeah. So we said Pitt might be good this year. Pitt might give us some competition. They just lost nope. to Western Michigan. They gave up, nope. 40, they gave up 44 to Western Michigan. 
So I think, as we all know, I am in Pitt. I'm in the city of Pittsburgh working. Um, it was Sunday. I'm sitting there working outside, and one of the one of the younger guys, like 27 or whatever, I'm super nice dude. He, I sit there, and I grabbed his bag. I'm throwing on a card. Looks and he goes, Nick. I'm a I'm a PC it up, make it a little cleaner. PG, um, not PC, PG. He was like, why did Clemson look? awful last night y'all beep suck and i look at him and i go yeah luckily we got the win though i would hate to lose to a crappy team like western michigan (laughs) got in the cart drove away man i mean this next bullet point you have underneath it is quite um an interesting conversation is the ACC a Power Five conference this year, or is it the American Conference? And I'm dead serious. BYU. I don't want to touch that. I don't UCF. want to touch that. Ten foot pole. I think the Americans the number five conference in the nation. Maybe. So Wake the Forest. American Con- the American Conference has. Uh, is Cincinnati American too? Right. Yes. They have two teams in the top 15. Um, Central Florida's not bad. They lost to Louisville. They did. ACC. ACC, baby! Um, You know, we suck. ACC's awful. Yeah. Wake Forest, uh, they look legit this year. I mean, granted, this is Florida State. Um, Okay, I watched the game, and they looked crisp. Like, their execution looked good. It wasn't just Florida State was that bad. Even though Florida State is pretty pretty dang bad. Um, no, Florida State is the worst football team ever. Now, I, I wrote this question. In 2013, the last year of the BCS. J-Bo Winston. Florida State wins the national championship. It has been eight years since then. Eight years. Less Less than 10 years. It's only been eight years. Florida State is currently 0-3 with losses to Wake Forest, Notre Dame, which looked okay, and a FCS school of Jacksonville State. Is Florida State – is this the biggest – Fall from grace in the history of college football. Pretty dang close. I mean, yeah. I think it, it is, right? I mean, that or, I mean, it's been a gradual fall. So it depends on how you want to write that. Like, if you look at like LSU after Joe Burrow, life after Joe Burrow, they went from the best college, they went from the best college football team in the history of forever to. Oh, we might barely make it to 500. Like, I think it's the worst fall in the history of college football. So I believe I read this somewhere, and and feel free if you hear this or if you want to fact check me now. I think this is the worst start that Florida State's ever had to a season since Bobby Bowden's first year as a head coach. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Which, if you're a Florida State fan and you want to hold on to something, like, it can't get any worse. Wow. You're all, you're, they're at the up. They're, Florida State and Clemson offense 
We're at the floor, We're boys. The floor. <laughs> can only go, nowhere, up from nowhere here. go up from here. Um, no yeah, that's, I agree. That's I, th- sad. I, think, I think you could say this is the biggest fall we've ever seen. In, we've seen in college football in, in the modern era. I just, it, they've fallen very far, very yeah. fast. All right, let's stop talking about crappy football. Let's talk about good football. Talk about good football. Top 25. Um, God, I was so close to calling it, bro. I was so close Florida to calling it. Florida almost beat Bama. <laughs> If there was another six, seven minutes in that football game, Florida wins. They just ran out of time. Literally. It was one of those that they just ran out of time. Yep. Dude, I thought Florida was going to win. I really thought Florida was going to win. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to call it. I'm going, I'm going to just dance on everybody. Yeah, 31-29. Bama looks mortal. Um, I think that actually might have been the worst thing for the college football world is make Alabama look mortal without beating them. Because I don't think they look like that the rest of the year. I don't think anybody gets it close enough as close as Florida did. Yeah, because I because that that's always been I, what I've said about Alabama is like Alabama is just about only guaranteed to lose once a season. You better make it the national championship because if they don't, if it's not the national championship, then they're probably going to win it. Like you don't you don't piss Alabama off at the beginning of the season. You don't do it. Um, so. I think this could go multiple ways. It could either inspire a lot of teams like Georgia for the SEC championship, like, hey, we can beat these guys. Or it makes Alabama like, oh, my gosh, we almost lost. Can't let that happen. Turn it into another gear. No, I think I think it's just – I think every single team this year is beatable. Agreed. I think every – I think, you know, the last couple of years there's been the team once – LSU two years ago, they were unbeatable. Alabama last year, looking back, they were unbeatable. When we went undefeated, we were unbeatable. I think we were unbeatable then. I didn't want to say it to sound super homer, but with the Orange Overalls podcast, we were unbeatable, bro. Yeah. I mean, we, before LSU, we were considered the greatest football team ever because we were the only team to ever go 15-0. and 0. LSU, yeah, we just, unbeatable. LSU, LSU just did it in crazy fashion. Um. Yeah. Um, this next one has really nothing to do. It wasn't really a headline. It just happened to happen in the top 25, but <laughs> Georgia beat the sisters to the South. Georgia beat the tar out of them. Suck at USC junior. Um, All right. That's it. There are good. So yeah. That's just, that's we just had to mention it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number three, Oklahoma barely wins against, again, against a unranked Nebraska at 23 to 16. Um, I'm not saying I told you so, but I'm saying I told you so. Spencer Rattler is not that dude. Yeah. He's not. I've I've read things and listened to podcasts and shows, and, like, even NFL scouts are like, I don't know who this guy is, but he is not NFL material. Spencer Rattler is not that good. He has not been impressive. Um, I'm just going to – I'm just going to lay claim to the fact that I called that one. Just want to get that out there um, for anybody that cares. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's kind of a pride thing. I don't really I don't need a pat on the back. It's just my own my own self esteem. Um, Oklahoma looks mortal. I think Oklahoma's going to lose maybe once, maybe twice. I think they might lose this weekend. Sneak peek at maybe one of our upset picks. Uh, moving on, eight Cincinnati took down Indiana. Uh, I think you have. Is this a good win for Cincinnati? Did you watch the whole game? I did not. So I watched the whole game in Cincinnati actually was down the majority of the game. Um, Indiana's defense made it tough on Desmond Ritter, who I think we kind of slept on as a Heisman contender. 
Um, I think I think it'll be interesting. Um, we'll talk about the Heisman race later. Yeah. But, you know, it's a Power 5 team. In, they were in Indiana. Indiana's obviously not incredible. They had their good season two years ago. I mm-hmm. think they're kind of phonies. Yeah. Well, that, was, that was a two years ago. That was last year. What? Yeah, that was last year. That was last year. Yep. That was last year. And they thought they were good just because they didn't get killed by Ohio State. But – which is true. That's literally yeah. why they yeah. thought they were good. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a good win for Cincy. They got a Power 5 win. That's good. On the road. They got a Power 5 win on the road. And I, watching the game, the stadium was packed to the gills. It was like 100 degrees on the field. I, I Great win for Cincinnati, in my opinion, the, the way they gutted it out. Um a big game we were talking about last week that we were both excited to watch, Penn State versus Auburn, Twin versus 22, the wideout. It was a did, classic, dude. Did what they needed to. It was awesome to watch. Great game. You know, like we've said, coming off of COVID, seeing fans is so nice. The wideout's one of those that was incredible to see. They did it. Uh, so, you know, they dominated. They won. Yep. Now my question. You see it right there. Who's the team to beat in the Big Ten? Is it Iowa? Is it Penn State? Is it Ohio State? Those are the top three, obviously. Then, you know, later on, it's Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan State. But you could say out of those six, but really out of those three. Is there like a a D, all of the above? Um, No. Those three. It's not Ohio State. It's not. It's not Ohio. Correct State. answer. I think it's Penn State. You think it's Penn State? I think it's Penn State. I think they got the most swagger right now. I think they have the biggest win in the the Big Ten. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, mm, mm, Iowa over Iowa State. It was in. A, it was. It was in. No, was it in Iowa State? It was in Iowa State. It was. It, in it, Ames. it wasn't Ames. I think that may be the biggest win. It's either it's that or the Auburn win because I mean. Everyone's like, oh, the SEC, the SEC. It's going to go a long way in people's minds, especially if Auburn continues to win football games. Which I think, the thing that is, we don't know any. Yeah, we don't know anything about Auburn, which is kind of weird. That's what makes this year different. New coach, you know, Bo, kind Bo of picks. Bo picks, like we just don't know anything about good. Auburn. I will, I will say that Bo Nix has looked good this year, especially he's looked he's, all right. Even in the Penn State game, like as much pressure and as good as Penn State's defense was, he looked pretty good. Um. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stake my claim with Penn State. I really think Penn State is the, is the team to beat in the Big Ten. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, all right, I'm, moving on. We got one. I think we we're all wrong about. Yeah, we should have seen we, this coming. We hyped up UCLA. Well, so much. I will say this: Did you watch that game? I watched a lot of college football this weekend. <laughs> so, Fresno State's quarterback is a freaking dog. Like, Fresno State's quarterback is play, trying to play his way into the Heisman conversation. I th- I don't know if it's necessarily UCLA was as phony or Fresno State's just really good. You there? I am there. I, I was thinking. That's my thing. Okay. I'm not full-blown on the Fresno State bandwagon. Obviously, they've played good games. And their one loss is, clo- is a close loss to the number three team in the country. 
Yeah. Like in Oregon, for those of you that don't actually don't memorize the polls like we happen to. Yes. I just it's it's, it's Fresno, Fresno State. State. Yeah. I know I get it's it. It's Fresno State. I get it. They haven't, I mean, it's it's tough to be like, yeah, Fresno State, like, yeah, they're they're dogs, like they deserve to be in this kind of conversations. But I don't know if we can't well, I don't know if we can officially kick them out of the conversation. Yeah. Um they're I think a team they're to the, keep an eye on. They're a team to keep an eye on. I think they're kind of like the UCFs. Actually, no. You know who they are? Let me hear it. They're Coastal last year. Coastal and BYU I, last I year. I give them a little more respect than that. I don't. I think Coast, I think they're Coastal last year. They're a good team. They're going to finish 12 to 10 in the nation. You know, maybe go put up a fight in a bowl game, and that's it. I don't – they're not going to – they're not going to do more than that. They're not going to make it past 12. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Speaking of Coastal, Coastal barely escapes Buffalo. 28 to 25. Now, it was in Buffalo, but, like, was Buffalo of a big home field advantage? Like, come on, Coastal. No one them boys from no one, no one them boys from Conway though. Go, that's the first time they might have been above the Mason Dixon line. You can't be, you can't be quote unquote sixteen in the nation at that point, and barely beat Buffalo. I mean, I agree with that, but I I think the the travel probably did a lot of it because if we're being honest, a lot of those boys that are at Coastal grew <laughs> they ain't up never in, been grew up in Conroy, man. Conway, South Carolina, is probably. The one of the smallest towns you'll ever you'll ever see. It's right next to the beach. Um, yeah, I'd be willing to bet that ninety five percent of that roster grew up east of Texas and south of Virginia. I mean, that's just I, I think the travel. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I think the travel did a lot for them. So, I mean, they're not going to compete for anything anyway. So I don't know if there's like a red flag or a, a panic button to hit for them, but. They did. They did win, so they're still undefeated for the season. Um, they went down there. to seventeen, um, and then just another ranked matchup. BYU takes down number twenty-three. BYU takes down number nineteen. Arizona State. I'll say I was, very, for I was BYU very wrong on this one. I was very wrong on this one. I thought I thought yeah. BYU were pretenders. Um, yeah, I was really wrong on this one. Yeah. Um, not much. Not much else to say. Just you know, it was a ranked on ranked matchup, so we wanted to mention it. Yep. So we have a couple headlines. Um, I have them here on our on our notes app, Weston. On our, um, our notes app. The end of the Mississippi State Memphis game. Did you see that? Uh, I saw something crazy happen, but I never saw it. So like a- there was a punt. Memphis. He's on. He takes a knee and puts his hand on top of. Yeah. The okay. Ball. I did see. That. I did see that. And they didn't call it down. Right, because he touched it for like half a second. He never possessed the ball. That was but the thing. But if you put your hand on top of the ball with your knee on it, you down the damn ball. He, but technically, he never possessed no, you, the that ball. The ball is down. And he gets up and runs and wins. No, 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 no. I see. I disagree with that because you think about it. If you're okay, time out, time out, time out. You're a runner with the ball. And you have the ball like between your hand and the ground. You're gonna say that's possession. How many times have you seen a punt 
or anything where the dude has his knee on the ground and puts his hand on. That is downing the ball. Never. I've is, never seen that. Literally, every time, every time the punting team downs the ball, then why was up. he on his knee? Because he's – I don't know. Yeah, because he was trying to down the ball, then the whistle never blew, and he's like, oh. No, I really think it was a brain latch. It was like when we played – um, frick, who was it a couple years ago? We played somebody in Death Valley. We kicked it off to them, and this guy never fair caught or need the ball in the end zone or anything. And he's just like, yeah, I caught it. And he just assumed he was down or something. Like, he, he brain lapsed, and he tossed the ball to the, the, the ref, and the ref was like, bro, I never called this play dead. And he just, like, watches the ball slide by him, and we pick it up in the end zone and score a touchdown to open the game. I really think they made the, the – I, I really believe the Zebras – I'm not on the Zebra side. Typically. Dude, the SEC made an announcement and said, yep, we messed up. I just – these refs were wrong. That. The conference said that. I mean, I can't argue with that, but I just – I didn't see anything wrong with it. I don't think – I don't think that's downing the ball by just putting a hand on it. Because, because theoretically, we've had guys that have, have, have tried to down the ball by before it goes over the goal line like that. You just try and put a hand on it. But that they never call those down. I mean, obviously, it can't change anything. Memphis won Memphis shouldn't have won. Though. Correct, but Memphis won. SEC refs issued an apology. Crazy ending. That's how college football goes, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was a crazy ending. Um, we had to bring it up. I had to ask you it. It was. It was nuts. All right. Um, now. I think we're. I think this is gonna be a long episode anyway. Oh no, I'm. I'm going. The one that you just made a comment about. We're going straight to this one. This is an absolutely necessary announcement. Okay. We're gonna talk about conference realignment one of these days where we don't. I think this the next week may be a good one for conference yeah. realignment, mainly yeah. because we're not gonna have that many good games. Yep. You know, the next week's schedule is kind of whatever. Um, this. Stupid tiger paw, <laughs> paws up or whatever. Those dumb, stupid crap. Use words. I want to use so many words I can't say on air. I oh, know, I'm tracking. This has to stop. This is awful. This I is agree. the worst thing in the This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I am ashamed to be associated, go to the same school as these people. I am a man of tradition. I value tradition highly. I don't woohoo. It's not a tradition. That's what I'm saying. I don't woohoo during Tiger Rag. Woohoo. Are you a woohooer? My dad makes fun of it and goes, makes fun of the woohooers and goes, woohoo. Yeah. So the woohoo has only come around in like the last 10 years. The woohoo is not a tradition. I don't woohoo. This, I this my, I told, when, when we do the alma mater, I tuck my thumb because I'm not graduated yet. I don't read the signs that I'm not supposed to read till I graduate. And you don't hold hands with a lady at Lover's Lane unless you're ready. Exactly. So I'm damn sure not about to create a new tradition that that not even is original. Baylor does that hand signal. That's well, not it's even, not. No, no, it's worse than Baylor's. Uh, uh-uh. no. Baylor's is like claws. This is like, like I got nubs for fingers. This is so much worse, dude. Exactly. Well, I mean, 
all I'm saying is I value traditions that were created before me. Now, I think there are ways to add on new traditions. I don't think this is it, though. This is no, I just I we it's awful. A, it's we, awful. We don't get political on this podcast, but we are making a stand right here that Central Spirit and the orange overalls are not about this new half janked paw thing that people are doing. If if I see you doing it, you don't go to my school. We go to different Clemsons. I literally haven't seen a single media outlet or anything that likes it. Clemson no one Sport, does. It's Clemson awful. Sport, Clemson Sports Network. Doesn't I need like to it. figure out who found who started this so I can <laughs> so so I can we can, really we can take the them. rest of that conversation off air. Oh, I know you know who started it. I have a good idea. I need names. I have a good idea. I don't know who exactly started, names. but we can take that conference. We can take that conversation off air. I need names, Preston. Well, have this conversation off air. I just said no, that. Everyone times. needs names to no, end this. No, that's when we get to cyberbullying and then it gets traced back to me. And that's it's not, not cyberbullying, it's revenge. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen the Sopranos? <laughs> Sometimes people need to get whacked. <laughs> Call me Tony Soprano. Some people need to get whacked, bro. For, le- for legal reasons, he is joking. For any legal reasons, I am not going to murder anybody. <laughs> I have no intentions to murder anybody. <laughs> if people end up dead, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay. So, got that out of the way. Just don't do it, please. If you know somebody that does it, please tell them not to. Stop people from woohooing and make sure they tuck their thumb in during the alma mater if they haven't graduated yet. And tuck your shirts in. What's that got to do with anything? (laughs) I just really hate when people don't tuck shirts in, bro. Like, like, do I got to tuck my T-shirts in? No, but like, you know, if you're wearing a nice shirt, tuck it in. What about like a golf pole? Like if I'm wearing shorts and tennis shoes and a golf shirt, like, do I have to tuck it in? If any part of your shirt's tucked in. Okay, tuck the tail of your shirts. I hate when people have the tail hanging out of the shirts and the front of the shirts tucked in. You ever seen that? Where they tuck in the back but not the front? No, they tuck in the front and not the back. What? Yeah, that's awful. That's really bad luck. I know girls will do that. They'll like like half tuck their shirt on their belt buckle or something like that. But like, yeah, that's what dudes do. Tuck your shirts in, guys. Like if you're, if you're either fully untucked or fully tucked, there's no in between. Yeah, I don't know why I said tuck your shirts. It just kind of came out. <laughs> it has nothing to do with clumps and traditions. But match your belt to your shoes, guys. Oh come on, that's you're asking too much now. Oh come on, that's what you do. I know I do that, but that's if because you wear I'm, a belt and you wear shoes, match them. Especially, especially if they're leather. Like if you're matching your leathers, you got to match your leathers. All right. No, like I said, <laughs> other segments. Fun stuff. We got really, we got really heated right there. Yeah. Take it down a notch. All right. Let's take a deep breath for everybody's favorite game. Guess those Ooh. yards. I really need to get an audio drop for that. Dude, we really should. 
I'm really going to try. We're really, really going to try and start sprucing up this podcast. I really need to talk to Jamrog about some, some pouring some money into this thing. We've yeah, been consi- gonna really, we've been consistent for a year. We need, you know, we need a couple microphones, maybe some production equipment, and then um, a whacker to get rid of these people. <laughs> a hitman for Bro, these, stop. <laughs> for, for these pop people. Just move on and guess those yards, please. <laughs> we need a hitman. <laughs> Oh my if anybody knows a hitman, let me know. Anybody that hears this, please know that I have nothing to do with any of this hitman business. All right. So I picked some amazing games. I'm so excited for this guest. Those yards. I got five for you, bro. Five? Lord have mercy. Yeah, I feel like I'm saying bro a lot today. I haven't noticed. I, don't know. I feel okay. like I say absolutely on this podcast all the freaking time. Freaking. Freegan. You want to? You want to? You know how to spell that one? F R E E G G I N. Freegan. Oh, that's a good way to spell it. All right, so we're gonna start out. Shout out to the man, Dion Sanders, Coach Prime. Coach Prime. Sadly, his team, Jackson State, lost to Louisiana Monroe. Boo. But I'm going to read you off Jackson State's receiving yards. All right, let me, let, hit me with it. 72, 69, 66, 24, 16, 8, 4, 0. 260. 259. Freaking go! I'm so good at this game! Freaking go, bro. Freaking Freakin go! <laughs> <laughs> wow is that back to back that i've been one yard off that's pretty good that's pretty good not no exacts yet but pretty good if i get an exact i'll we'll end the podcast right there we'll end the recording no we won't right okay. no we won't okay. um this next one Ole miss absolutely manhandled i'm gonna right. go ahead i'm gonna give a soft guess of like 400 <laughs> okay this is the rushing yards oh I'm talking passing yards. So rushing. This is yards. rushing. Okay. 103, 68, 66, 42, 28, 26, 16, 12, 7, 4. 379. 372. Oh, my gosh. That's two wins. Dude, you're on fire. Let's go. That's, that's awesome. Dude, you're so good today. I like these much like, better I'm than impressed. basketball. <laughs> also, 372 rushing yards. I was gonna say, That's I guess, insane. I guessed 400 yards for passing. They almost had 400 yards rushing. Yeah, I know. It's just nuts. Ole Miss is legit. We'll talk about them later. Matt, um, Corral is, Matt Corral is going to be the Heisman winner. I was about to ask you. That was, that was later on, but we'll see. Okay. All right. Toledo. Colorado State. Colorado State beat Toledo. 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 <laughs> okay, continue. 22 to 6. 22 to 6. All right. Toledo's rushing yards. Rushing yards, okay. 32, 2, 1, negative 2, negative 12. 20. 21. I almost said 21. Dang it. See, these are the little ones you got to be almost exact. Yeah. 
So right. am, I, am I three for three today? We're not, I'm not going to count that one. That was too easy. Yeah, that one's too easy. I, those are more just interested in how you do with the negatives. Gotcha. So but Toledo I am two sucked. for two. We'll, we'll say I'm Toledo, two for two. Yeah, Toledo sucked at rushing. Clearly. 21 rushing yards. And they almost beat Notre Dame. Let's see how you do on Toledo's receiving yards. Because they won the game. No, they lost 22 to 6. Oh, 22 to 6. Oh. 87, 44, 39, 28, 17, 15, 14, 8, 8, 7, 3. 198. 270. 270. Wow, I was way off. Where did I lose that? Say those, say those um, again at the same time. 87, 44, 39, oh, 28. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. No, I just missed, I missed my 100. All right, so now we're going to talk about one of the greatest teams in college football right now. Um, the the University of Michigan Wolverines took oh, down Northern Iowa 63 to 10. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Now let's see if you know how many receiving yards those Michigan Wolverines had. So I'm two for three. Yep. I'll take 50% even if I lose this one. That's a good, that's a good day. All right. So we're gonna start with our first receiver. 117. 26, 24, 23, 23, 13, 7. 240. 233. Okay. I, that's another win, isn't it? Three for four. Is so what's, what's, our, what's, our, what's our buffer again? Is it 15 yards? 10. 10, yards? 10 I thought yards. it was 10. 10 okay, each okay. way. Yeah, okay. It was 10 each way. That was incredible. Three for four today. Let's go. That was incredible. I need somebody to like keep like an all-time record for me for the season. Yeah, I'm, so if one of you seven listeners really want to start doing that, that'd be wonderful. That'd be fantastic. Thank you very much. So nice. Thank or, you. Or guys. we could start, you know. Weston was three and one today. There you go. That's pretty good. All right. So now a segment I really enjoyed last time. Yes. Um, go with your gut. So I think we I think we only do two teams today. Yep. Unless you want to do three, I don't care. I, I have think two. Five, I, think two so. I think two is good. Um, I'll let you start. Ooh. Hmm. Because I know you watched the game. Well, I believe you did. Actually, I'll say this: Virginia, as in the Cavaliers. Oh my god, I couldn't. I did not see this one coming. Um, that's why it's called Go With You Get. Just average. Okay. I don't see anything special, but I don't see anything bad. Okay. They're just, you know. See, I think gonna, they might have the best quarterback in the ACC. I think they're going to finish second or third in. Their division of the, the ACC, coastal. yeah, second or third in the coastal, and just kind of like they lost, they lost by twenty to North Carolina, man. Yeah, I just they put up a lot of numbers on offense. I just didn't, I didn't know how you felt. I just want to know where you're at. They'll finish like third in the coastal, yeah. average. 
I think I all think, right. Well, mine are totally different than that. Well, I didn't want to say the teams we said last week. I didn't repeat any teams. You can. You're allowed to, but I did. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. By the Why? by the way, I just noticed you spelled you missed the A in coastal. I know I did. All right. <laughs> coastal. Um. They won't make a New Year's Six. I I think they I think their magic runs out. I think I think they go undefeated, but they still miss a New Year's Six. I just think there's think there's too many good teams this year. They won't be high enough ranked. Hell, they might be outside of the top twenty-five after this week. Maybe even out of the okay, definitely out of the top twenty. I think they drop after barely beating Buffalo. Well, the rankings are already out. There's seventeen. Oh, there's seventeen. Oh, duh. Yeah. That. it's Wednesday. Um, <laughs> brain fart. Um, no, yeah, I just I think their magic. It was last year. I don't think they they get back to even close to where they were. I think they I think they get a good bowl game, but not a New Year's Six. All right. What about You're you? Up. What, what you, I want I want to know your little blurb on coach. I think they are. On the, I think next year's their year. Okay. I think they're going to be like UCF where they hang around for a while. And I think next year's their year. Interesting. I think they got to be scheduled. I think they got to be smart on scheduling and they can really make a difference. Okay. So it's my turn now. Yes, sir. Florida. Legit. Okay, I like that. I like the word. I always, I always thought that. I think they're legit. They, I think they can make some noise in the SEC. Uh, dude, they almost did it. They almost they were my, it off. They were my pick to go to the playoff at, you know, week zero. Mm-hmm. And they're just good. Florida's a good team. The Swamp is – it's really about the Swamp. Yeah. The Swamp is a tough place to play. I meant to mention this back when we were talking about the game, but I knew this was going to get Florida was going to get to this point because it was only a matter of time until Dan Mullen was able to recruit a quarterback he won. Well, which one? He's got two. Well, like in, like Emory Jones and, and I don't even know the other guy's name, but we saw what Dan Mullen did when he got the quarterback he wanted in Tim Tebow. I mean, yes, Dan Mullen loves a dual threat quarterback who's you know, a great you know runner. Tim Tebow was not coached under him, right? Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Tim Tebow's coach under Urban Meyer. Uh, uh, Dan Mullen was the offensive coordinator. Uh, okay, but I was just saying he wasn't the head. Yeah, coach. no, no, no. I knew Urban Meyer was the head coach, but D- Dan Mullen okay. was helped in the recruiting process of getting Tebow there. Yes, yes, yes. And he and he was in charge of the offense. Just that's what that, sure. that. Yeah, no, that's what I meant by that. I'm, yeah, pre- appreciate you keeping me honest. Um, no, I yeah, I think Dan Mullen's finally got finally starting to get a recruiting train going. I mean, Dan Mullen's been the head coach there for how many years? At least ten. No way. Six. We're looking it up. I'm going with final number six. No, he's not Dan <laughs> So for three. Him. No. Who's the head coach before him? Jim McElwain. And before that, Will Muschamp. I was thinking of Muschamp. 
I, I was I kept thinking of Muschamp and Mullen as the same guy. So Dan Mullen, I've always said I was like, once he gets his roots in the ground with the SEC recruiting train, I think he's going to turn Florida back into a powerhouse. And which is exactly what's They're happening. They're good. They're, They're legit. Good. They're good. I love it. So let me um, hear your last team. I was going to go Bama, but you we just talked about Florida, so I'm going to avoid that. Okay. Um, but I'm a stick in the SEC. I'll, I'll give my blurb on Alabama. I think they're going to go undefeated and win the SEC championship. That, that has not changed. <laughs> You're nuts. Um, I'm going to go with my other SEC team. Okay. Um, the worst team in the history of college football. Nope. Worst team in the history of the SEC. Oh, no, that's still South Carolina. Um, Texas A&M. Let's put a pin in that one. Put a pin in that one. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. All right. I love it. So I know it's coming up. I know it's coming up. I love it. I'm sure you um, do. So let's move on to top 10. This has gotten our, our some of our most buzz we've gotten as far yeah, as our DMs go. As far as let's know some, what was some of the feedback that you got? Um <laughs> Uh, Kalen said uh, Clemson at top three. Clemson in the top three is a baseless claim. Um, after how we played at Georgia Tech, he's not wrong. Um, let's see what else I got. I got – I got. please no take Iowa out of the chat. Um, we'll see that one. We'll see how that one turned out. Um, this one, this guy was accurate. Come on, Nick. UCLA at six. Get out of here. Um. That was that was very accurate. Pearson Wiley uh, said uh, he was like, "Why is Michigan in the top 10? <laughs> and I t- and I told him I was like, "Because he said he said I t- I told him find out what you said. I was like, he said Michigan will always be in his top ten regardless, and we'll be moving up. <laughs> oh, Shut up, Pearson. Um, um, this one I'm biased, but OU definitely top ten. Let's not be absurd. That's from a guy that goes to OU. Yeah, I, I agree with that, but you also said you're not going to put OU in your top 10. Um, uh, yeah, they were good. I had, a, I had a buddy who, my roommate actually, who uh, he ended up going back on this. He said, you got Penn State too high. And I was like, eh, teach their own. I watched their defense. They look really good. And then after this Auburn, when we got talking about it again, he's like, no, no, you, you were right. I like Penn State that high. Um, uh, this one, where the heck is Texas? Arkansas game was a fluke. Who said Shout that? out to my boys down in Austin. Lord have mercy. Um, um, Alabama number one, no competition. Clemson outside the top four. Yeah, that also came from an NC State student. So okay, that didn't. I don't know if that really counts. Get um, out of here, Lane. Can I go back and like click and look at all the responses? Yeah, you can. Okay, if you can. go to that story. Um, somebody said, "Bro, you just copied the actual polls." I said, "Shut up." <laughs> I said, go, I said, I said, I said, Jonathan, go look at the, uh, the actual polls and then look at ours. And he goes, oh, yeah, you're right. I'll bet. <laughs> That's my right. favorite response yet. Um, I had someone who was – who's looked a, at the actual polls. Um, I had somebody who uh, was a big fan of my my Penn State ranking. Some um, That will remain unnamed. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you can't just leave it at that. Watch me. Um, our, our, our good friend Aaron Ritchie um, said, who thinks Georgia is better than Alabama? I, I do. 
I uh, do. My, my mother questions, so we don't make the playoffs, huh? Well, after the game against Georgia Tech, I don't know, Mom. Are we? Come on, Mama. Um, Will, my roommate, was very concerned at where you uh, where you had Oklahoma. I proceeded to explain. Um, he said you had UCLA too high, and I had Penn State too high. Well, one of us was wrong. Um, Jamrog, Jamrog was so great about this. He said we should be four, Oregon should be three, and Iowa should be five, in my opinion. And then he re- responded to the sticker again. And he said, "I'll get to my word of the podcast later." So, <laughs> shout out Jamrog. He, he has been diligent. He's been great. He has. He has. He's been texting it. What was the word today? I totally it forgot. It was rhymes. Rhymes. Yeah, yeah. Jamrog. So if you skipped ahead and missed earlier, here's your second chance. Rhymes. Yeah. Um. All right, so, so let's we're get gonna it. read. We're gonna read the actual top ten. Yes. And then Weston, you gonna get on the keyboards. Yes. So the actual top ten is Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, Oklahoma, Iowa, Penn State, Texas A&M, Cincinnati, Clemson. Hold on, hold on. Just so you know, Cincinnati is where the undefeated teams stop. Yes. Clemson, Ohio State, and then I'll even throw the 11, Florida in there. Yeah. So I'll hop on the keyboard, try not to be super loud because I have a nice clicky mechanical keyboard here. Weston, who's your number one team? It hasn't changed. It's Bama. Okay. Um, Granted, they almost lost to Florida, but I think that if the fact that they went into – they went into the swamp and took them down, I mean – they got, a, they got a resume-building win now. They've looked the most dominant team. They now have a resume-building win. All right. So, mine is, you know, Alabama has a two-point win over a top-10 team. Georgia has a seven-point win over a top-10 team. Georgia's still my number one. Interesting. I'll, be, I'll discuss that, I'll discuss that uh, when we get to the bottom of my rankings. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, about, talk that out. Who's your number two? Alabama. Okay, that means the very they both they both got top ten wins. One one was by seven. One was by two. So I'm very you know utilitarian. Mine's mine's Georgia. I mean my my top two. I don't think actually I don't remember. Let me pull up my top my top five. Um, my top four are still the same this week. Okay. So, so my, yours, my number three your next is one's Oregon. Still Oregon. And my top, besides Clemson dropping for me, my top four is the same. My number three is Iowa. Yep. And then and my number five. four is Oregon. Okay. And that's and that's who my number four is, is Iowa. I just I have more I believe more in Iowa. You believe more in Oregon. Yeah. Very we're okay with that. Yeah. This love- is always where it gets interesting. Yes. So my number five is Penn State. So is mine. Interested. I, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you're thinking sensible today. I'm glad you had your Wheaties this morning. They're good. Um, Penn, Penn State's got Penn State's got a resume building win. Couple of them actually. They've got two top twenty five wins in, in three weeks. Um, there ain't much more you can say about that. Yeah, I think we may agree on this next one or not. I don't know. Okay. Cincinnati is my number six. Okay. This is where we start to, to deviate. Well, from here down, we're really going to deviate. Yeah, this is where I have Oklahoma. Yeah, they're, they're not good. Oklahoma's a bad team. 
but I can't justify dropping them out of the top 10 until they lose. Mm, so you got to wait like, you know, two weeks. Or this week. Who knows? Um, after that, I have Texas A&M. This is where we deviate. I know. Who's your numbers? Who's your number seven? Ole Miss. Okay. Matt Corral's a beast. No, I Ole Miss baby blue uniforms. I could stick Ole Miss in the top ten. I don't know about six though, or seven. At seven, Ole Miss is legit. Their offense is unbelievable. Their baby blue uniforms are the second most gorgeous thing on campus. Enough said. Okay. <laughs> Who's uh, that eight? Was a good, that was a good joke. Who's eight? Clemson Tigers. I would love to tell you that my number eight is also Clemson. It's not, though. It's not. And this is why I have Bama ahead of Georgia. Okay. Because I have Florida at eight. I, that's where I had them last week. Right. I, I, I'm i okay with that. We, talk, we talked about it earlier on the show. I, I really think Florida just ran out of time. Give Florida five, six more minutes, and Florida wins that football game. 100%. So, that's so why who's, I, your, I almost, who's your number nine? I almost put Florida ahead of A&M, except for the fact that Florida has a loss. That's okay. the only reason I couldn't. And then when A&M loses to Alabama in two weeks, Florida will jump up? Yeah. Unless you think Texas a and is going to upset Alabama. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Okay. We already got a pin in that conversation. It's sitting right up here. We're going to talk about it after this. Or you're just going to jump them next week. Dun, my, dun, number, dun. my number nine is Cincinnati. Okay. I just I don't I don't remember where I had them last week. Um, I don't definitely don't think they drop out of the top ten. Um, I had them at seven. They definitely don't drop out of the top ten. But I think the rest of the 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 other eight I have ahead of them I think are more impressive right now. Yeah, I just moved them. I moved Penn State up in my top five. Obviously, Clemson dropped, and I just moved Cincinnati up in mine to six because UCLA got booted. So who's your number nine? The University of Michigan. Okay. They looked fantastic. Um, they played Northern Iowa. They won 63 attempts, but they also, scored. Also, also known as the Perkins Institute for the Blind and Deaf, but yes. Um, but they they looked they scored in many different types of ways. They took care of business. When you play a team like that, you're a twenty-something point favorite. You're supposed to beat them by a by a handful. You're supposed to really just do your business, and that's what Michigan did. They did what they were supposed to do. They look fantastic. They'll continue to steamroll through this Big Ten, go undefeated, and go to the go to the playoff as the number one seed, and Clemson as the number four seed in the Cotton Bowl. Thank you. As I know, we're not a betting. Pro- podcast but there you only had to say one thing right there good teams win great teams cover bingo so who's your 10 who rounds it out florida florida okay yeah like that and this is where clemson is for me my heart couldn't drop us out of the top 10 this week i mean i think we got pretty basic ones um I obviously will not put Oklahoma or the Aggie team in there. So I replaced them with Ole Miss and Michigan. Otherwise, same teams. So those are our top tens. I'll reread them. So I have 
I'll go through mine. So starting at one, I have Alabama, the University of Georgia, Oregon, Iowa, Penn State, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Florida, Cincinnati, and our good old Clemson Tigers. Mr. Villarreal has University of Georgia at number one, Bama, Iowa, Oregon, Penn State, Cincinnati, Ole Miss, a newcomer to his top ten, Clemson, Michigan, and the Florida Gators rounding out his top ten. We will have those posted on our socials if you missed them. Um, feel free if you miss them on our socials. Feel free to just DM us if you want to trash talk or have want to take any issue with Please any of the things we said. Give us, give us feedback. Yeah, we love the feedback, man. So we'll have those posted on our socials. I will good I will post, or bad feedback. Yeah, I'll post mine when I post the episode release um, today. So if you're listening to this today on Thursday, September 23rd, it should be up on my my Instagram story for you to go check out and. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Um, now we're gonna we got a couple games this weekend. Um, but before we start, I have a feeling some may overlap. So we're gonna introduce two new segments, which is kind of one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone in game day when it comes to picks, mortal locks, everything. Weston and I are going to have a lock of the week. And or we're not doing we're not doing point spread or anything. Just we're just going to do straight pick them, but we're going to try to pick games that are not, you know, Alabama over Alabama state, yeah. you know, we we're might, not we, we might also, I, we talked about it last week, might talk about trying to do some kind of super dogs thing. Yeah. Try to do something like that. But now we're going to do the upset of the week, which is just a straight up, not point spread, nothing, just straight. Who do we think will upset someone else? So we'll start Weston. No, you start, you're starting. I'm starting? Yeah. All right. My lock of the week um, is Boston College over Missouri. Okay. I think Boston College is a good football team this year. I think they've been good. They're playing an SEC team, so it's going to be a good game. And I think Boston College is just going to win. Boston College over Missouri is my lock of the week. All right. So are we, you want to do your lock and your upset right now? No, you do your lock. So or my lock the of the week. Upset? What? Is It's not the same as your upset, right? No. Okay. My lock of the week is Michigan State over Nebraska. Yeah. Um, I think Michigan State, granted we said they played Miami, Miami's garbage, but Michigan State looked really good. They executed well. I don't think Nebraska is that good. Um, they guess they kept it close with Oklahoma, but like I said, I just can't justify dropping Oklahoma out of my top 10 because they're undefeated. Not because I think they're actually top 10 material. Um, I and th- I think so. So one thing, um, just looking like kind of not rules, but bumpers, Michigan state's a five point favorite over Nebraska. I think all of our locks of the week should be inside a touch touchdown game. So six and a half or less. Okay. I feel like if it's seven or more, we shouldn't be allowed to pick it. Our locks of the week should be six and a half or less. Okay, I agree. That's fair. Um, Yeah, I like Michigan State a lot. Um, Now, you do the upset of the week because I want want to end on my upset of the week. Well, I have two. Okay. And my first one's the same as yours. So I'm going to go to my second one. Okay. Which is West Virginia over Oklahoma. All right. I mean, we've been saying this. We think OU is not that good. 
I think West Virginia looked really good against Virginia Tech. Obviously, they got to go to Norman, which is going to be hard. But mm-hmm. I think I, I think, think the I Mountaineers think have, the, have the weapons. I think the Mountaineers have the weapons to, to keep up with Oklahoma. I and what I really like is you and I had the exact same thought process. Our number one and number two were the exact same. This was my number two pick. I think my number one is a little better, but you wanted it, and so you get it. Even though I never outright said it. So let's pull the pin out of that conversation. My upset of the week is Arkansas over the Texas A&M Aggies. I – Woo Pig. So you and I – Pig Suey. We have seen – Pig Suey. We had – y'all have – Bro, come on. Pig Suey. Arkansas, Razorbacks. Okay. That's what they do. They do I it know, three times. I know, I know, but this is a Clemson sports podcast, not an Arkansas sports podcast. Fine. Anyways. So, one, two, three, four, one. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about how you Put are very much. up. <laughs> bro, stop. Don't even give them the wrong message. So we've talked about how you're very much a, a, a Texas University fan, and I'm very much an A&M fan. University of Texas, sir. Um, excuse me. My apologies. I did not mean that in any slanderous way. Um, the University of Texas, and then I am a Texas A&M University fan, um, just because they're the Cal College of Texas, and I grew up being a Cal College boy. Um, and we both currently are Cal College boys. Um, so I would – my heart roots for A&M in this game. But I have watched Arkansas play enough football and I've watched AM play enough football. Neutral site in Jerry's world in AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. I have a question. Yes. You're going to be in attendance. That's to be determined. Okay, okay. Tickets, I thought there was a chance. I thought there was are, a chance. Tickets are a little on the higher side than I would be willing to pay. To go by myself. I don't really have anybody out here that wants to go with me. Okay. So, still up in the air. Still up. Still kind of looking for the StubHub tickets. Kind of yeah, drop a little bit. Might might go over. Might slide over there. I mean, it's only about thirty minutes. Might slide over there and try and scalp a ticket. I don't know. We'll if cross you need their... people, if you need people to party with, I'll hook you up with some Arkansas folks. Okay. Well, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We got we got a day or two to decide. But this comes back to when you asked me, go with my gut about Texas A&M. Let's put a pin in. I Pretenders. Think, no, I'm not going to say pretenders. Losers. I think Texas a and is about to go through the gauntlet. I think we're about to really find out who Texas A&M is. I think this game in Arkansas is going to be a lot tougher than they think it is. Then they play Alabama. I mean, those two, those two games alone ought to be like, wow, if we're – we're going to find out a lot about the, the Aggies here in the next little bit. I want to pull up the rest of their schedule because I don't want to get this wrong. Well, then they go Missouri and South Carolina, so a couple layups. Well, I wouldn't even say the uh, – I wouldn't say the Missouri game's a layup. But, obviously, if they're coming off a loss at Alabama, it might be. So they go um, – no, excuse me. They play Mississippi State next week. They go should be undefeated, Mississippi State, first of all. Should be. Except for a dumb ref. Right. So we got Arkansas, Mississippi State, Alabama, Missouri, South Carolina. Then they go Auburn, 
Ole Miss. Ole Miss on the road. Yes. So, I think. I think they lose four games. No, they lose three. So, I'm saying. So, that's week. They will have played ten games by the time they can finish the Ole Miss. I think A&M realistically is seven and three. Seven and three. They beat Auburn. I think they beat Auburn. And that's it. They lose to Ole Miss, they lose to Alabama, and they lose to Arkansas. Now, I will say this. If they lose to Auburn, they'll beat Ole Miss. You know why? Because a hungry dog runs faster. So who do they lose to? That's what I'm saying. If they if they lose to Arkansas and Alabama and then lose to Auburn too, they beat Ole Miss. Oh yeah, but they're beating Auburn. They're not they're not beating Ole Miss on the road. Baby Blues. Probably a night game. Seven. If we're gonna be honest. So that's that's yeah, why probably wanna... probably a night game. Ole Miss is wearing their Baby Blues. They got 75 year old grandmothers sneaking in whiskey into the game and having the time of their life. Ole Miss. I don't think you understand that I've been to the Ole Miss Texas A and M game. Oh man, I bet that was fine. It's unreal, dude. I want to go to I, the Grove so bad. I went to a night game, Ole Miss Texas A and M. When I said a seventy-five-year-old woman sneaking whiskey in, I wasn't kidding. I saw a woman had to be seventy-five, pulls a Disney princess like juice box, like one of those soft ones you give to your kids, out of her purse. Her husband, also like 75, comes back with like a Dr. Pepper or something, drinks about a third maybe, and then all of a sudden you just see her take that Disney princess pouch and start pouring it into that Coke or Dr. Pepper or whatever. At a so, night you know, game, man. At a night game. and She's been at the Grove all day. This She's 75, and she's sitting there, yeah, hotty toddy, whatever, at the beginning of the game. Third quarter comes around. She's swinging a towel around. Hotty toddy, gosh almighty, who the hell are we? And I'm like, <laughs> I almost committed to go to Ole Miss that second. Oh, my gosh. I was with one of my best friends, Mac, who actually is, uh, it, like I said, if you wanted to hang out with Arkansas people, who's he's one of the dudes I'd hook you up with. Um, me and him were there visiting, and we looked at each other, and we're like, oh, my God, we just have to go here. This is this is electric, man. So that, that was an atmosphere unlike any other. So, in your words, in, in the way you do yours, I'm going to try and give you one word for for Texas A&M. Circle all the way back around to go with your gut. Losers. No, get, I'm get rid. I'm trying to get rid of my personal biases here, bro. Stop. <laughs> Ball grabbers. Stop. Lord have mercy. I know what the word is for week 10. The, the word will be tested. We'll know what that we'll know what the grade is week 10. I there's three words I think for Texas AM. Is this personal bias removed? Personal bias removed. Okay. Not there yet. I can see that. They are on the front lawn looking at the front door, and they are not there yet. Yeah, but the no, problem I, I, is the wind's blowing hard, and they could easily run, put their head down and run to the front door, or get blown back in the street with the rest of the peasant people. 
I really think it's a I think it's a big old question mark over Texas A&M right now. Identity. They're about to find out their identity in these next couple of weeks. And are God, they a meet, are they the tornado are, just blows them back with the peasant people? Yeah, okay, that's my word. That's my word for AM. I'm gonna start doing that with you. I'm gonna pick a word for these teams. I like uh, one word. Identity. They don't know what that's it is. That's the word you went with. Identity. They don't know what they are yet. They don't they don't know Dude, they're that's a middle an of the awful word. Bro, it's my word. What's your one word to describe Texas AM and you went identity? Okay, fine. I'm not gonna do it anymore. Freak you. No, you should do freak, 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 freak you. (laughs) Okay, whatever. We're about to find out what A&M is really made of. Yep. And I love it. Um, And then just one other game we had to highlight. um, Wisconsin, Notre Dame was uh, number 12, Notre Dame, number 18, Wisconsin. Game will be played in Chicago at Soldier Field. So that would be a cool sight to see. Wisconsin's coming in as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I think Wisconsin honestly just dominates Notre Dame. I don't think Notre Dame's faced any real competition other than Purdue's the most competition they faced. I think I they think get no- – yeah, I think Notre Dame's only 12 because they haven't lost yet, but they barely beat Florida State who lost to um, Jacksonville State. So, yeah, I think they're going to take care of business pretty easily here, Wisconsin, actually. But that's a big – that's probably – it's considered one of the biggest games. Uh, game day will be there. Like I said, we only got two ranked matchups this week, so kind of a boring slate, but – Hopefully, we make it fun. West Virginia with a big upset. Hopefully, Arkansas with a big upset. And, God, after this year, college football, who knows? For real. Who knows? That's a great way to put it. There's only, you know, three things we know. There's only four things we know in this world. Death, taxes. Clemson wins and Michigan covers. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue. Except for the fact that Clemson already has a loss on the season. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna ignore that. Death taxes. Clemson defense is good. Yeah, that's it. That's (laughs) it. That's accurate. So I think, unless you got anything else to add, I think that about does it for us today. No, I thought I thought it was a good episode. Law college football. Um, Yeah, let's see how let's see how we do this weekend in Raleigh, boys. Yeah, for those of you traveling, um, have fun. Safe travels. Safe travels. Bring your two dollar bills. Root them on. They're going to need all the help they can get because that, that Raleigh crowd is going to be rowdy for sure. And please don't put a pause up. Please don't. If, if you could do anything for your boys that can't be there right now, just don't do it. Whatever you do, just don't do it. That is all we have today here at the Orange Overalls podcast. As always, you can find Central Spirit on their platforms at CU Central Spirit. You can find Mr. Villarreal. On all his handles, all his platforms, his handle is NSV7151. Yeah, yeah. I am West K. Witt on whatever you decide to search me on. No guarantees you'll find me. Only on Instagram and TikTok. Not TikTok. He's a dancer. Okay. Yeah, go look for me on TikTok. We'll see how far you get. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an absolute honor, an absolute pleasure. Have a great weekend. Go Tigers. See ya.